Welcome. Thank you for joining us this Friday, November 24th, 2023 for a Hot Takes episode with Gen X Reaper. Your podcasters today are going to be myself, Bradley, and my twin brother, Justin. We're going to be talking about Jonathan Majors. Uh, will he be returning as Kang the Conqueror to the MCU? That's number one. Number two, we're going to be reading a Reddit post about the Star Wars state of affairs after Ahsoka, the TV show. And then number three, we're going to take comments from the internet uh, on that same subject. We'll kind of dissect those a little bit. Uh, and then number four, we're going to be taking pretty liberal, uh, generous jabs at the DCU and hot taking on Aquaman 2, the trailer. And number five, uh, does the Disney MCU really need a Fantastic Four reboot? Wow, some... Interesting things to talk about, but before we dive in, we want to point you to our website, genxreverb.com. That's all one word, G-E-N-X-R-E-V-E-R-B.com. That's for our growing collection of t-shirts that help to support the guys of Gen X Reverb. Also, if you want to ask questions or make any comments about anything we say on the podcast, or if you have a suggestion for a t-shirt, please message us on Facebook or Instagram at G-E-N. X-R-E-V-E-R-B. Justin, hit it! All right, let's take off like the Millennium Falcon. Let's dive into number one. Jonathan Majors, he may or may not return as Kang the Conqueror to the MCU. He has some charges against him for domestic violence. Justin and I were talking before this hot takes. We don't really want to get into the morality of the situation, but if you Google it, I think his current court date is set for the 26th of November. And we don't want domestic violence to happen at all. Get along with absolutely not whoever you're with. Absolutely not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So after thinking about it for a little bit, I don't think the question should be if he deserves to return. That's for the courts of the land that we reside in to decide. But here goes my feeling on it. I am kind of childish when it comes to my toys, if you will, my 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 Gen X inspired toys. This is part of my toy box, the MCU. Don't change it. Don't 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 change Jonathan Majors from being king. The continuity will be awesome. The morality part of it, you guys can dig into that. Don't care. But we think about Rhodey from Iron Man. And he was played by Terrence Howard in number one. He got scabooted because he wouldn't cooperate. He wanted more money. I I, I want to get paid just as much as Robert Downey Jr., which is stupid. <laughs> to even ask for that. So the MCU was like, here, here's our boot, and it's going to hit your boot. He, okay, so he got booted. They brought in, uh, he got booted. They brought in Don Cheadle. At first, it was like, bro, they look nothing alike, but we got used to him. And we probably got the superior, not probably, we got the superior actor. In Don Cheadle. Oh, absolutely. Don Cheadle is War Machine. That's that's who he is, and it worked. And to your point, it's actually a little mind-boggling how Disney is moving away from that successful move that they did with War Machine's character. Um, we're all we're all still happy with War Machine with Don Cheadle being, um, you know, uh, what's his name? Rhodey, Commander Rhodes. Mm -hmm. And um, we're we're happy with them, you know. You know, canopy, canopy, canopy. Love that line, man. When he's uh, at the end of uh, Endgame, when he's him in a uh, rocket, or is it Rocket Raccoon? Yeah, Rocket. So he's endeared himself to us um, as a character. Sorry to jump in. Is that a, is that cool, Brad? One hundred percent. So um, 
we do care about domestic violence. It's not good. And I just want to reiterate that from Bradley. Bradley already said that. Uh, we don't want to get too involved in that, though, because that becomes a whole other conversation. We're not giving Jonathan Majors a pass. Um, in the news, we also hear as well that his the, the woman who's, I don't know her name, but the one who supposedly he was violent or abusive to, she also was violent and abusive to him. And see, I'm going to end that segment right there. I'm not even going to get into the opinions of how we feel about men and women hitting on each other. Other than this, I, I want to say the NFL, <laughs> the National Football League here in, our, in the United States, man, they have player after player after player. And I can name at least, well, I'll name one. I'll say Ray Rice. Um, these guys are are dragging their wives and, you know, they're still playing football. I don't I don't think Ray Rice is still playing football. I don't watch the NFL. So, so, so please don't, don't, don't call me on that. I don't watch football, but I just know that the news comes out and we got, um, I think Richard Sherman was in something. I don't think he was in anything domestic. Yeah, um, the dude from the Dallas Cowboys that stands out to me, the one that really should be, he should be beast mode, but he's not. The big, huge dude from the Dallas Cowboys who's, who's yeah, exactly. Nah, you you, you completely lost me when you went, went over to sports because I don't yeah. care. All right, I care right, about right, is Jonathan right. Majors at this point. Like Exactly, but, but so, so going right back into... Hollywood entertainment, which is Disney Marvel, right? It's a, it's almost like saying, "Hey, Jonathan, man, you should have played football, bro." Because <laughs> got you. Because in that in that area, it's not Hollywood; it's sports. They'll allow you to, you know, go through the charade of going through the courtroom shackled up, um, and then you know get hit on the on the you know slap on the hand, and then the owner of the Dallas Cowboys will have you right back in the arena playing football, man, getting paid. So. Different entities cause different different effects. industries. Different industries. Different industries. So Disney is In not Hollywood. That, that's yeah. That's the thought that a a company as powerful as Disney, they didn't get that powerful by avoiding doing the things that they don't want people that they hire to do. Now that's ambiguous because I not I don't know what Disney has done, but odds are they haven't always been good and correct. You can't succeed <laughs> without cheating in some way. So not not in this crazy world. So that's where my irritation irritation is too strong of a word. That's where my disagreement comes in. But like I like I was saying before, if you could pick up what I'm putting down, is it really, I think it's par for the course almost for people to do the things they do. Uh, one thing that somebody said, and I, I don't agree with it. I just, I'm not shocked by these things. And so therefore, why, why is everybody making a big deal about this? But yeah, that see now that could get me into some hot water. Somebody said though, is Disney going to be the next Budweiser? Are you going to just only have gender bending superheroes that check off all the boxes and now have people boycotting you. By the way, I don't think Disney could ever be boycotted. It's, it's impossible. Everybody's too, they've got their roots too deep, but I digress. So Jonathan majors as King, the conqueror or he who remains his, his impact, even in the comic books, there's a TV show called Avengers assemble. That's on Disney plus I would recommend. It's pretty cool. It's entertaining. He has an arc in there. He he wipes the Avengers with uh wipes the floor with the Avengers in a couple of episodes that he's in. He's pretty formidable. But to this be is able, a live action TV show? No, it's a cartoon. It's an animated series called Avengers Assemble, in which they Avengers Assemble. Yeah. With Kang the Conqueror. It's two seasons wow. and then it got canceled before Disney Plus came out. I watched it on Netflix way long time ago, like 2012. Oh, it got canceled. Yeah, they didn't. Side note, kind of like uh, Tron Uprising. That got canceled. I just want to put that in there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. There's all kinds <laughs> of Disney XD styled TV shows that just got canceled. They couldn't go any further. And for good reason, when you really examine some of them. But not to digress too far, Kang the Conqueror mm -hmm. as a character was interesting he who controls time, et cetera, et cetera, in the comic book, which I didn't delve too much into the comic book. It's the animation that always spices it up for me. So that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
The animation is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to get into this later with our last point, but he, you remove uh, Kang. Kang was supposed to be the next Thanos. Now, are you going to put a new actor? That's the key. If they're going to stick with Kang as the next Thanos, who's the actor going to be? And is my brain going to say, but that's not Jonathan Majors, man. That's not Jonathan. That's not Kang. That's, that's Fang. I want to see Jonathan Majors. Fang the Conqueror. <laughs> yeah. Fang the Conqueror. Okay, so here, here's my question then, because you said we're going to get into this later on, on, on our last point. We're going to get in, more into this later. Fantastic okay, Four. Okay, but, so Fantastic Four, but uh, just in case we don't, let me see, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. There's also news as well out there, and, and you listeners can Google it. They're removing the, uh, the arc of the character. So Kang was supposed to be, you know, this was the Kang Dynasty, is what they're calling it? Yes. And he's supposed to be all powerful at this point in the MCU and, and being able to just take out, you know, any characters he wants and keep the timeline however he wants. Don't quote me on that. I'm trying to sound like I know stuff about Kang, but I really don't. But I do know that supposedly they want to remove his character and put in Dr. Doom. Dr. Doom is a whole nother villain. And uh, you haven't heard anything about that, Bradley? I have, but let's get on that at point number five. Let's wrap. Let's is that number five. Okay, we're going to leave that for number let's five. Let's connect Sorry that to that. five. Okay, cool. So let's just jump straight into this. Re- reeling me in, man. Let's go ahead and <laughs> get a get a real sound effect. Go ahead, man. Point number two: the Reddit post about the Star Wars state of affairs regarding Ahsoka. There is a Reddit. Wait, 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 hold up, man. I, I hate to be a stickler, but uh, we're we're moving on to another to another point. Okay, well, hold up though, right fast. Okay, so, here we go. That's our that's our move on sound effect for this episode. Oh, we boosted off into the next point. Okay, we boosted into point Star Wars two. speeder bikes, baby. Yeah, awesome sound effect. Took us right to a point about Star Wars. Ahsoka, she is a cool character. Had a TV show which was meh. There is a Reddit community called Saltier Than Crate. A subreddit rather and yeah. yeah that that's just hilarious saltier than then my saltiness <laughs> is saltier than the surface of crate which was in star wars episode eight the last jedi which just made longtime star wars fans want to flip tables over this guy <laughs> his his or her handle is ftlofyt he writes this, and I'll try to read it briefly. He says, Ahsoka made me realize Obi-Wan Kenobi destroyed my love of Star Wars. I was watching some reactions to Ahsoka and seeing people crying and getting excited about Anakin. It made me question if I'm dead inside. I felt nothing. Zero excitement for seeing my childhood hero or villain? Question mark on screen again. I kept remembering the flashback scene from Obi-Wan that already preempted Anakin's grand comeback to Star Wars. <sighs> that was terrible, by, by the way. After further thought, I've realized the Obi-Wan show permanently ruined Star Wars for me. It ruined it even more than the sequels because I can't rationalize how terrible it was by thinking, well, it's set far into the future and maybe it's some dark Terminator-style reality that some John Connor-type character could still change by going into the world between worlds, which, come on, guys. That's my head canon, at least, is what they say. Uh, and I'll parenthetically insert this world in between worlds. If they're trying to make that into the multiverse in Star Wars, you're, you're, you're doing too much. The next, he keeps going with Obi-Wan is right in the middle of the prequels and the original trilogy, and it rewrites history. It ruins the original trilogy. It makes Obi-Wan versus Vader a trivial confrontation. They get into all the time. Uh, Luke was hunted by an Inquisitor as a kid. Ah, get out of here. That's dumb. Um, and Leia knows Obi-Wan quite well, question mark. Obi-Wan left Tatooine, etc. There's there's all kinds of open-ended loopholes and just stuff that they just messed up part that, one of Star that's Wars. You. That's, that's, that's talking, me talking. Not the, yeah. not the reader. Okay, Bradley. So you're in for, you're putting your things in. Can I can I say a few things before you move on with this read? Go. So absolutely. He's correct. He or she is correct. They did ruin it. Uh, they, they, they ruined Obi Wan, and Leia knowing Obi Wan, that was such a bad move. That was so so bad. Like we did, nobody needed 
Obi-Wan to know little Leia. Just wasn't necessary. And it wasn't like a like a, a hidden plot twist that people were going to just be like, oh, my goodness. Can you believe it? <gasps> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Looking at Bradley emote uh, as if he is so shocked that Obi-Wan knows little Leia. And that uh, uh, Organa had to go get he had to enlist Obi-Wan, the, the, the old hermit. Uh, not old just yet, but, you know, getting old <laughs> um, to go find his daughter. So, yeah, he's 100 percent correct. I just want to just make sure our listeners know that, yeah, Obi-Wan was by far the worst, the worst, the worst Disney plus Star Wars um, show. Yes. Worse than Ahsoka. Just just making oh, sure you guys know. 100 percent worse than Ahsoka. And that's saying something. So. They did a better job on Ahsoka. Let's continue with this Reddit read, man. Continuing, he says, but the thing that bothers me above all else is that the show looked so cheap. I just felt like I was watching actors in front of that stupid volume screen comically chasing an eight-year-old the whole time. Ahsoka feels the same, although to a lesser degree. I will agree that Ahsoka looks better. I will disagree about the volume. The volume is cool in The Mandalorian. Okay, what you have to do, Bradley, is make sure our listeners understand when you're reading from Reddit and when you're talking from your own opinion. I I I I felt like if I was listening to that, I would understand that Bradley's. Okay, I don't. Sorry, sorry. Got to treat treat. You got to treat. You got to treat our listeners like you treat me, like a like a kindergartner. You got to treat these (laughs) listeners like the dumb people that they. Oh, sorry. My bad. I I didn't mean that. Like the dumb people that they are not. They They are. are savvy people because they're listening to this this podcast all right so anyway that's that's just that's just me then okay so you think that the volume screen is dope i also think the volume screen that is hotness man i love that thing that was a great idea whoever came up with that yeah well if you're trying to save money and not actually have to go out to sudan to form to film tatooine score the volume to to film obi-wan um Flying over to go find a, uh, did I say Obi-Wan, bro? The Mando going to go find a little Mandalorian inside the little pterodactyl guts? Precisely. If you want to do that, go to the volume. Is, is It's called the volume? Yeah. It's a 360 little situation, a little dome. I don't know the specifics on it, but they've showed it on the makings of the Mandalorian. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people, I'm sure at the executive offices of Disney Lucasfilm, love it. Because they're saving mun mun. It's easy to film. Just walk in there and make it Tatooine. Uh, And we're going to continue this read from Reddit here, but I can see why certain people wouldn't like it, especially those who were involved in the scene in the Star Wars Episode Nine when they were dancing with the aliens on that one planet when they were boogieing down. That was awesome. Whatever country they went to. Jordan. They went to to film that. That yeah, Jordan. See, that was not the volume. That was like Asana. real dust. Th- there you go. Thank you, Bradley. Just bringing the Star Wars goodness right there, man. That was Pasana, and I can see being like, you know, I prefer actually going to location, even though it cost us like like fifteen million more dollars just to go to that location for the whole crew to get there. Money. Theatrical mm-hmm. release. Disney Plus. Okay, the two different that got it. You're okay again. They're going to Jordan because it's a theatrical release, which comes every three years, which has been broken up recently. By the way, that's a, that's another episode. Our three year time frame is that's gone. Um, versus Disney Plus, which has given us the cheese that this particular Reddit writer is is telling us about. You, do you mind going back to that, Brett? So, continuing on. Every time I see the fake-looking LED lightsabers in Ahsoka, I remember Obi-Wan smacking a stormtrooper with a lightsaber like a baseball bat. Every time I see Jason Sindula, I see Flea chasing Leia around a public park. Literally look like just, hey, this is Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers chasing Leia. Every time I see a character use the Force, like Balin, hitting Ahsoka with a rock, I see Obi-Wan hitting Vader with pebbles. Sabine getting sabered or stabbed? I see Reva getting stabbed twice and using a scarf to heal her injuries. 
Yeah, Riva Riva surviving all that is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. Sabine, but we all know that. Even being ready to fight, did she get a back to tank on Ahsoka? I don't think so. She was just healed up. Maybe she oh, did get a back. On what tank. part? On what part? Because I fell asleep on like, episode the last one or two. She episodes. got sabered. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. The the one got it. Got it. Got that episode. The one when they were on the planet that she's from. She got sabered. Yep. Yep. Just healing up. I I willed my heal. Then Obi Wan my heel. was an obvious cash grab. There was no writer that came to Lucasfilm with a compelling story. It was Lucasfilm that came to various writers demanding they shoehorn a story in between the original trilogy and prequels because they wanted mm-hmm. to make money. Yeah, duh. Obi Wan was pure product and probably a money laundering scheme because <laughs> where in the world did the budget go? <laughs> He said money laundering, man. Get that that makes me here. think of a Mexican food restaurant in Phoenix, man. Filiberto's or something, man. <sighs> money launders. And now... Julibertos. Now when I watch Ahsoka, I don't see a work of art. I don't see creative vision. I see pure product. We're not getting Anakin because of the story. We're getting him because the polling data shows like uh, fans like Hayden Christensen. And he's possibly cheap to get. The worst part is, I don't think it's possible to ever get that feeling of wonder back in relation to Star Wars. The universe feels permanently tainted. By the way, I have to parenthetically insert this as well. I really enjoy how the original trilogy never uses the word universe. George Lucas only ever says galaxies, planets, system, stars. We don't need to go outside of whatever galaxy they're in, and they never need to name the galaxy. It's not Andromeda. It's not this one. Lucas just kept it ambiguous on purpose to let your imagination do it. We don't need to care about all these extra things that we'll never touch. Continuing on, the Obi-Wan show was that moment from Wizard of Oz when you see behind the curtain that everything is a facade of smoke and mirrors and there's no putting that genie back in the bottle. Does anyone else suffer from Obi-Wan Kenobi PTSD? It's not that important to Bradley, but we still get the point. We thank this Redditor for what they have to say. It was making me laugh heartily the other day. It still is funny. So I just wanted to read that. This, the state yeah. of affairs with Star Wars is probably going to be summed up in this next segment, which is very closely related. Number three. And Justin, we could just pop off on these. This is Justin sent something to the Gen X Reverb chat regarding an article written on InsideTheMagic.net. Okay, here uh, we go. It's called... Yeah. Moving on. Yes, there we go. Uh, it, it's called Say Goodbye to Disney's Star Wars Sequel Trilogy. Drop that in the chat for me, please. As Ahsoka changes canon forever, just click on the Ahsoka face. I already posted it. Okay, there it is. Boom. There you go. Okay, so the first one here made me laugh so hard. I, I we, we needed to do that as a hot take. I just, it, this was hilarious. It still is. Okay, the first one from Jimbo Jones. J- Jimbo Jones, you want to read that? Thank you for allowing me to read on this episode of Gen X Reverb, Bradley. Uh, This is taken from Jimbo Jones on August 30th, 2023. He says, I said goodbye to Star Wars sometime around The Last Jedi when it was made clear they wouldn't be making entertainment for nerdy dudes anymore. Who knew that the desperate housewives demographic was into space wizards and lightsabers? I never would have guessed. Thank you, Jimbo Jones. We appreciate that. You're making our episode even better, man. That is hilarious. Bradley, you're over there laughing. I can't hear you, man. I cannot hear you. I'm trying not to laugh loud. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Please, please do. That is funny because Jimbo Jones is nailing it. He's like, Disney, you purchased this and you went ahead and got everybody involved when everybody clearly did not need to be involved. However, again, going back to what you said a little earlier, man, mun mun money we need more greenery and 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 in order to get more greenery we gotta get everybody involved including people who don't really even care about star wars it's just a passing thing for them and when you hear that soccer that soccer ma'am yeah i'm a soccer ma'am and now i mean they made that little cute little obi-wan oh that was so nice okay moving on that's what irritates me that's what irritates me stop wasting Star Wars on those who don't appreciate it. This is not for them. They have their TV shows. 
get over there and watch something. There's so many millions of different TV shows and movies. Don't Star Wars is not for you. It's not all inclusive. If you don't understand Star Wars just by simply watching the original trilogy, go away. That's how I feel. Go away. And, Disney, stop. And, and, and not, not with so much vitriol, though. Not really. You don't care whether, whether people come. You don't want Disney to continue allowing this to happen. I'm really mad it's at It's really Disney. Disney's fault. It's not, not the people's fault because they're being marketed to. So um, another person on this same exact post, Bradley, Inside the Magic, and obviously we're going we're gonna to put this in the show notes. It's MYK toward the bottom, if you can see that, man. MYK says, uh, and that's a, is that Chitara? Or it looks like some sort of uh, anime avatar. Like, it almost looks like Chitara from, from uh, Thundercats for her avatar. I'm going to assume this is a woman, but uh, it might not be. MYK says, why is this news? Genuine Star Wars fans said goodbye and disowned the sequel trilogy years ago. As far as we're concerned, Star Wars ended at episode six, not with the Disney Wars nonsense. So, you know, again, me here, Justin here, you guys can feel however you want to feel about Star Wars. There's a, a large swath of you listening right now who just want to get your Star Wars feel good on. More power to you. More power to you. Regardless of what happens is what I mean. You want to get your Star Wars feel good on, regardless of what Disney does with the properties, as long as Star Wars continues. I, I'm a fan of the a little bit of that, a little bit of that thinking. Like, I don't want Star Wars to discontinue, so we'll take what we can get. But what we they've been giving us, and if you're a regular listener of this podcast, you already know I'm sick of the way Disney's doing things, so I won't bloviate too much, more than I've already have. Just Disney, you, you got to write this ship somehow, some way. Um, we're while we're on this subject, you, did you want to talk more about Ahsoka Bradley in, in particular? I don't think we have time to. I just, I just want to say, not not about Ahsoka in particular, but we have this new. Um, just quickly, quickly, Daisy Ridley. She's got three more movies coming. Um, I don't really want any of that. Just, what's your thought, Bradley? Okay, so I don't need agendas. I don't need the reason for why the person is cast is because they're female. I need the story to progress. I want George Lucas's vision to be sought after. If that's cool with everybody else, I, I that's pretty much it. Like I don't mind it, but I don't want girl power for the sake of girl power. Power. Like if we recognize that there was a few women in the original trilogy, which. There were just Princess Leia and Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma, yeah. Yeah, we get it. Sorry. I didn't recognize that as a kid. I don't even think most females recognize that or even cared. Because Until it seems like they've been taught to care rather than so, just enjoying life. Right. And I'm not really a fan of females being lithe and nimble because usually they're not. They're not. I'll just be straightforward. Women are not as strong as men. They're not as fun to watch in sports, man. So kick all the rocks when it comes to women being, you know, hey, she's a, women can do it too. Like, yeah, I guess so. It is a movie. So yeah, sure. I mean, the force isn't real. So speaking of that specifically, there's this one comment on here. Uh, on the same on page? same page. Okay. Yeah, he says, hmm. <laughs> Uh, Tony says, a new galaxy can't contain different versions of Luke, Leia, Ray, etc. Any more than a different continent on Earth, say Asia, has different versions of the people from Africa. The new galaxy will just be new races and enemies in a new location. <laughs> I, I, I was like, um, yeah, man, we know. We, we actually also know that lightsabers don't exist. Mm-hmm that you can't pull or push things with this unseen thing called the force that doesn't exist. Right. And we know that X-wing fighters wouldn't work inside of an atmosphere. They're not aerodynamic. We, we get that. This is all fiction, man. <laughs> Nothing on the movies works. <laughs> this, it just gave me a good laugh. How, how real they were being a new galaxy can't contain. <laughs> yeah, man, we know, we know this is 
fake. It's fiction. It's a suspension of reality is what we're going for. So this just gave me a nice little, little shuckle. And I don't, I don't want to forget this one. Uh, the sequels are trashed for perfectly good reasons. They ruined Luke. Made everything into the prequels an original trilogy uh, and the original trilogy meaningless because none of the victories matter. Now, if those things don't matter to you and you love the sequels, that's wonderful for you. But to dismiss legit criticism just makes you look... Ch- nah, that, that, that comment was dumb. Um, this is the one that really made me laugh. On, All on the, the same page again? Same page. Will. His name is Will. Will Wheaton. No, I'm joking. Just Will. All the Star Trek fans will just love this new galaxy, Star Wars, where their mission is to explore new worlds, seek out new life and civilization, and boldly go where no one has gone before. It's the dumbest idea I've heard since making Luke a quitter who fell to the dark side again and turned his back on all his friends and family. Now, number one, I disagree. He didn't turn to the dark side. Yeah, it's, he didn't turn to the dark side. I don't I, know I don't, what this guy's talking about, but he this may be headcanon he's talking about here, man. <laughs> he turned to the dark side in my head. But he he's right, though. It's like, get all this extra Ahsoka. So there you go, Justin. Going back to Ahsoka. I think Ahsoka, because I, I checked out for my own personal reasons, but I heard I didn't miss anything. It was garbage. No, we didn't miss anything. We didn't miss anything. Just Dothamirian witches uh, striking people. <laughs> Um, and uh, an actor, by the way, who, who looks good on screen. He's a good looking young guy, whoever played uh, uh, Ezra Bridger. But um, he got force pushed. He needed the help of the ladies to get to get into his ship. And it's like this ongoing theme. I and mean, this is all based on YouTube vids. I didn't even watch the show. I just looked at uh, uh, the actual vids telling me. So it's subjective here what I'm telling you guys, because I did not watch the show. Um, he he was a chump. In comparison to Ahsoka and and his buddy, what's what's his buddy's name again? Uh, Sabine Wren. Sabine Wren. Yeah. Sabine Wren. We don't need to remember that, guys. She's done. Okay, Bradley, do you still <laughs> want to keep talking about this? Nah, let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Now our speeder bike has taken us to a land that basically only requires your your gloves. You just need to punch everything in this land. Uh, let's take some jabs at DCU. DCU, just a hot take on DCU. You guys, Warner Brothers. Are you guys drinking? What's going on at Warner Brothers? You guys don't know what you're doing. How hard is it to look at the MCU, copy and paste? Repeat. Are you guys drinking? Like, just taking copious shots of whiskey before they make these decisions. What are you doing? They're, they're madmen, man. Uh, 1950s. Uh, walk into their their big mid-century modern office and pull out a big old crystal vase full of whiskey, man. They they drinking just like they used to do back in the day, man, in the Mad Men days. Uh, maybe Warner Brothers is day drinking, Bradley, because yes, you are correct. I mean, how many years has it been since the ring, the green ring guy, Green Lantern? And I'm talking about Ryan Reynolds' version. I don't think they made another live action one, did have they? I know. And they should not. And they should not. They should not. If the comic book is better, which they all are, they look way better in the comic books. But uh, yeah, Warner Brothers still hasn't gotten the clue. I'm trying to figure out what they have done that has been successful other than, and you mentioned this in the chat, right? Other than Batman? I, I don't even think Batman's that good, but you're right. Other than Batman, what has been successful at Warner Brothers regarding the DCU? Okay, cool. So... We're talking about um, Warner Brothers. Now, you wanted to dive in on that, especially that Aquaman, right? Aquaman 2? Aquaman 2 trailer Justin sent to me and Mark and Ken in the Gen X Reverb chat a couple days ago. I got about halfway through before I turned that hot garbage off. Aquaman has a son who, at the beginning of this trailer, spoiler alert, was talking to a fish with the little head beams, the little mermaid man and barnacle boy head beams, little, the circular radar head beams that come out of your forehead and hit the fish. And then you tell the fish what to do. Little CGI guy, if I remember correctly, right? Little CGI baby. And yeah, Aquaman was proudly, as he should be, dad, dad and son, always gonna be proud of your kid. Aqua boy and his, his forehead beams. Yeah. 
the little circular clear tuning fork forehead beams, the little Aquaman barnacle boy and mermaid man beams that are going to the fish. Hey, son, are you talking to the fish? Oh, great. Make sure to tell that tuna in the sea over there that he's about to be caught. I don't know. I'm just making that up. (laughs) (laughs) He's about to be made to some sushi, man. (laughs) Man, some sake would be great with some sushi right now. The antagonist on that movie looks dumb, but... There you go. I guess DCU Wait, has not course corrected. It's this okay. We're Aquaman too. It's the same guy. It's a uh, manta ray. Manta ray, right? Like manta he, or something. He goes and gets. He goes and gets in the trail in the trailer. He gets his powers to be able to be equal to Aquaman. Because remember, manta ray is just a human, if I remember correctly. Correct. So You're just he's, a guy, man. He's Sorry. easily smashed. He's done if he doesn't get extra powers. The the antagonist that he gets his powers from in the trailer. Doesn't look like, much better than the movie I've never seen, by the way, because Kenny has told me, he's warned me. He said Justice League, the the movie, is a waste of time. It is dumb. And YouTube seems to seems to concur. But whoever the villain is in that movie, the way he looks, it's just, ugh, it's terrible. It's not appetizing to look at at all. Not that we're looking at those to be appetized. But right. it's the same par for the course here with this trailer. It's like, DCU, what are you doing? Get a real villain, man. Get a real one. Like Thanos. They're not oh, getting no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait, has Aquaman 2 come out already? Because when I saw Aquaman 1, it was Thanksgiving Day. I went to the theater on Thanksgiving Day um, years ago mm-hmm. over at um, Desert Ridge in North Phoenix. And I went to that little small IMAX. That, that was a mistake. Always go to the big IMAX at Arizona Mills, by the way, everybody. Um, so I went there. Is this movie already? That's what I'm trying to find out, man. It says here on Microsoft, actually from Game Rant. This is a two-hour-old article. Here, I'll send it to you right now, Bradley. Give me a second. I, I think the short answer is no. It's not out yet. Okay, but this, be this, is why, this is why I even say that, because the headline is this. It says, Aquaman 2 box office prediction points to worse debut than the Marvels. The Marvels. Yeah, they're not, they're, that's not getting good reviews either. Yeah, but if you get worse than, than that, that's not good. December 22nd, by the way, is the release date. Okay, it's December 22nd. Um, it may not have been Thanksgiving when I saw the, the uh, first uh, Aquaman, which surprisingly, immaterial, surprisingly, by the way, the first Aquaman, and this is, this is material because it relates to part two, I thought it was good refreshingly so um not that good it's not it's not a marvel movie you know you got to take uh dcu and um and, and is it dceu i think it's yeah dceu i don't know how to say uh, what what the acronym is but anyway you can't compare it so much to marvel that you ruin the movie for yourself because once you do you, you movie done movie over you, you're done you wasted your money because they're never going to compare it to marvel but yeah. Well, uh, you should have told me that before you recommended Aquaman one, because you're the reason I went and saw it. I rented it after like maybe a year or two after it came out. You were like, oh, it was pretty good. You meant from that perspective. You closed your MCU comparisons down. That that movie was horrible. Oh, yeah. I, I, bro, I boxed that all <laughs> up, man. Uh, uh, moving tape and everything. Put that in the box and just keep that all, all together <laughs> and organized and out of the way. Another thing is, Bradley, I saw it at the IMAX, bro. Oh, so it was pretty good. Oh, only at the IMAX. With the beer in your system, though, of course. You have to have, you know, alcoholic. But see, that's the thing. You probably, I think you cracked it open, man. WB is drinking during the day, man. Day drinking. They're day drinking coming up with these movies because that's the only way to enjoy them, man. (laughs) Something, bro. By the way, it got 6.8 on internet movie database, Aquaman 1. But DCEU, if that's the official way to say it, DCEU, DCU, who cares? The point is, is that I don't like it. I don't like Warner Brothers. Their filming quality, they're just not, there's all kinds of little things that they're just not getting right. It's too cheesy. And I'm going to leave it there. I, I just wanted to bag on that movie real quick because it just, the trailer looked ridiculous. But the fact that you said that it's slated to be worse than the Marvels vindicates my opinion already. Yeah, so, we'll, we'll post that article as well, that article in the show notes, so you can just click on that. It's only 
four hours old. Old. Hey, um, me and you wouldn't know, but the uh, Flash movie supposedly was. Well, maybe you would know, Bradley. Was the fa- the Flash movie pretty good? I heard it wasn't good. I I did not watch it. It's immaterial to me because I haven't thought about it. I haven't formed an opinion on that particular movie. But Warner Brothers and the whole morass of it when it comes to comic book movies, I think mm-hmm. they've only succeeded with Batman. And I disagree with that. The Batman trilogy from What's-His-Face, the Inception guy. I, I don't, I don't, ugh. Like, what is, what? Why are we so, yeah, whatever. See, that's my rant. And I think me and Ken, one of the first podcasts we put on this uh, channel was about Batman. So I just have a distaste for Batman. He's goofy. He, he's silly. There's no reason for him. He, he He's just a rich guy who works out a lot and he wants to fight crime. <laughs> it's just like, why, dude? Call in the Navy if you have that much money. Yeah, let let much money. the guys who train for this handle the, the crimes and whatnot. Anyway. Hey, I just wanted to say about Batman, the only Batmans I need, need to watch are uh, two Batmans. One of them is... Batman the animated series that's yes. the only one and the other only other yes. one is Lego Batman that's it oh all the other Batmans kick rocks I don't need I you. have to add the Mark Hamill voiced Joker Batman I think it's called the laughing game or can't remember actually that's also an animated Batman an animated movie in which Mark Hamill voices Joker that one was surprisingly good and actually passably clean to where every other animated Warner Brothers movie you cannot watch because they're disgusting. Because that's you might their... edit that out, but goodness no, no, gracious, no. that's that's <laughs> Warner. That's the thing. Warner Brothers, as Kenny would say, their shtick is m- a little bit of morbidity in there. They mix it in um, with things. You know, they try to make it palatable, but they they can't because they don't. I don't know. Marvel is with Disney. Disney does not do that craziness. Uh, at least they don't on a Disney Plus. You know, they, you know, they they save Hulu for that. You know, go watch Hulu if you want that stuff. But no, your point. The your point w- you made that point correctly. Yeah. Disney doesn't do that in their theatrical releases. Yeah, any Warner yeah. Brothers. You nailed it. Why are they not? Why are they not getting the the disparity between how they? Tell us that they're going to give dark and brooding movies, which I'm not here for. But then they released Justice League, Aquaman. They're 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 cheesy looking. It's like, wait, you guys are sending mixed signals. Is this going to be super serious or is this going to be cheesy? And we're supposed to be laughing at this. I, mm-hmm. I, that's where I. That's the confusion I have with DCEU. Like, I, I, is this a joke? Are we supposed to be laughing about this? I, I don't understand. So yeah. anyway. They're confusing. So that's that's um, DC. Uh, do you want to bag on DC any, anymore? No, no, no. I didn't want. I didn't even want to bag on them that much. That was number four. Let's go ahead and get that sound effect for our final one. Let's move on. Woo! Number five. Does the Disney MCU really need a Fantastic Four reboot? My opinion is absolutely not. Justin, how do you feel about that? Uh, no, they don't need another reboot. Um, I think it's odd some of the choices that they're making. Um, wait, wait, wait. Before you jump into that, I already heard where you're going. I heard it in my mind. Let's go ahead and start with number one. <laughs> Fantastic Four 20, 2005 Fantastic Four. Hot garbage, in my opinion. Go ahead. Give me give me your take on the 2005 Fantastic Four. Um, I don't remember them, so they must not be that good because I don't remember them. I do Ooh. remember I my expectations for the rise of the Silver Surfer were pretty high. Because I was like, the Silver Surfer, although I personally did not know much about the Silver Surfer, the Silver Surfer just looks cool. I'm like, when people told me, oh, no, he's super powerful. He has, like, more powers than all kinds of people in the Marvel Universe. I'm like, really? And so that got me interested. But, man, who cared? After you watch that, it's like, really? This this is garbage. This is terrible. Um, Again, I want to do a shout out for the actual cartoon, by the way, on Disney Plus. If you guys want to go watch that Silver Surfer, it's it's right there. It's waiting for you. That now that's good, good entertainment right there. Right, and the Fantastic Four cartoon is okay as well. Uh, that I like the theme music, by the way. But anyway, yeah, Ian Ion Ion Grufford as Reed Richards, Michael Chiklis as Ben Grimm, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm, Jessica Alba as Sue Storm, Julian McMahon. McMahon, whatever, as Victor Von Doom. I'm going to stop right there on Victor Von Doom. Oh! Is this where Dr. Doom is born? 
<laughs> yes, in this in this movie. But see, uh, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. That was a problem I had, a, or uh, one of the things I had a problem with. Get out of here. We want Chris mm-hmm. Evans as Captain America. The acting wasn't even that great in this movie. And when I finally saw it, I think either earlier this year or last year on Disney Plus, I cracked it open because somebody was like, oh, "You haven't seen Fantastic Four, the original one? Oh, it's pretty good." No way. You haven't really. You never. You didn't see that at the theater, Bradley. It it didn't interest me even when it came out. Man, it looked dumb. Michael Chiklis has been grim. What's wrong with Nah? I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm my skin. It's messed up. Like, nah, it's, uh, he's iconic in the comic books uh, in an animated form, but bringing him over to a, a live action form, it's just ugly. Like, get, get, get that off the screen. Make, make something better. Um, and that's my problem with Fantastic Four, by the way, just as canon, just as something bring, being brought to live action is they're ugly looking. Victor Von Doom, why? Why do you have that mask on? What, what, what are your powers? Where do they come from? And, what what is your motivation? It's not serious. It's going to be cheesy, no matter how Disney does it. They have to get good writers if it's going to be non cheesy for this reboot. We'll get to that. Let's go to the twenty fifteen Fantastic Four. I don't know if you saw that. Absolutely not. I, I people it got bad reviews, and and I remember Kenny or someone telling me, "Nope, waste of time." So I I'm gonna not watch that. Yeah, you got Miles Teller, Top Gun two, or rather, Top Gun Maverick. Miles Teller is in that. He's Reed Richards. Kate Mara is in a lot of stuff. She's Sue Storm. Michael B. Jordan obviously needs very little to zero introduction because we know who he is as Creed. Killmonger on Black Panther, et cetera, et cetera. He is Johnny Storm, so he's fired up. Jamie Bell, Ben Grimm, Toby Kebbell, Victor Von Doom. Tim Blake Nelson, I wanted to give him a shout out. He is Dr. Pandansky from Holes and Delmer from Old Mother, where Arthur... Arthel, uh, Dr. Allen, whoever whoever that was when I saw the movie, I did see it, Justin. Hot, the hottest of garbage. I kept waiting for it to get good, and I'm like, this is terrible. What what happened? And the, it, it just fell apart in production and directing and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Since you didn't see it, let's, let's move on. There's hot garbage. Please can, never can repeat that. Can I just that. say that on, Fant- on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the tomato meter is 9%. And the audience score is 18%. So, yeah. Hour yeah. and four, 40 minutes. So, that's, yeah, that's too long for that garbage. That needs to be an hour maximum. 100%. Um, okay. Finally, so, let's get to that reboot. How do you feel about the 2025 reboot? It's going to be with Pedro Pascal as uh, Reed Richards. And uh, we've got, sorry for the us there, Vanessa Curdy as Sue Storm. They're rumored. I don't even know. I don't even know who that is. And yeah, Pedro Pascal is rumored to play Reed Richards. And um, I, I personally don't like that. He's the Mando, and that's that. But what Marvel Disney has done is they've opened up with the help of Sony as well. They've opened up this multiverse thing and made it so that it doesn't matter. Just get that guy out of there. Which um, actually is a conundrum because we were just talking earlier in the podcast. We opened up with the fact that they can't just recast um, the Loki guy. What's what's his name again? Jason, uh, excuse me, Jonathan jo- jo- Majors. Jonathan Majors. They can't just recast him. We, they, you guys are killing me. Like, which one is it? Mar- Disney Marvel is like, no, it's what we want when we want it. It's it's not what you think it is. It's, it's what we think it is when we feel like it being that way. So this at this joint, um, it's going to be, Pedro Pascal. Sorry, not the guy from uh from The Office. Okay, so it's, a movie that we both have not seen is Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, in which John Krasinski is Reed Richards in that iteration of the universe. Now it's going to be Pedro Pascal. That's what Justin's talking about. Good point. I too would like to not see Pedro Pascal as Reed Richards, but I'm not mad at him. I would like to point out something in regards your to your money, he- man. <laughs> Go get your money, homie. I'd like to point out whoever plays Snow White, whoever that was that we were talking about. Uh, uh we were just talking about her. See how forgettable. Uh, there you go. We've Z- proved Z- our point for Z- her. Z- Ziggler, Rachel Ziggler, Ra- Rachel, Rachel Ziggler. Zelda. <laughs> Got it. Nailed it. Rachel Ziggler is Snow White. She has hubris galore. 
She doesn't want to go. Well, we, we covered that in our last podcast. Yeah. We the covered. reason I bring her up is because she is on the opposite end of the spectrum of humility than Pedro Pascal at the May the 4th celebration at Disneyland. They interviewed him. He was introduced to ridiculous applause. Crowd was going crazy because Mandalorian is such a successful TV show, which by the way, we were wrong about Star Wars Disney Plus when we said that. Cause yeah, you do have Mando, you do have Andor. Going back to Pedro Pascal, though, he... What were we wrong about? Just making sure the audience knows that we don't shoot down Disney Plus Star Wars shows completely. I don't know if we're clear Those are the it. only two we don't really shoot down. We've Bradley backed on Obi-Wan. We've backed Book on, on Book of Boba. Okay, but Bradley I, loves Book of Boba. Book, Book of Boba was a... Was a, they, got a they got a 50% out of 100 from me on Book yeah. of Boba. If you can get rid of Thundercat... And the lightsaber kids. Thundercat listeners is the, uh, the guy that's, uh, does all the mods. He does the uh, modifications. Um, so yeah, listeners probably know who we're talking about when we say Thundercat. Okay, cool. Right. And if they don't too bad, cause it's not important. So the point being that Pedro Pascal's humility, he knows how to humbly accept praise and work with Disney work with whoever he's being asked to work with. He's a professional that, that I can see. I don't know him, but he's somebody that Renee Zegler can take a lesson from is my point. So work with uh, uh, that's Ra- Ra- Rachel, Rachel Zegler, Ra- Rachel Zegler. Sorry. Sorry. Renika Zalantrez. Rwanda Zaire. Nailed it, right? Uh, that's, that's our multi that's our multiverse uh personalities in different universes. Multi- with yeah. multivitamins. Multivitamins. So, yeah, there you go. That was really all we had for today. Just those five short, sweet, simple. I mean, this podcast was 15 minutes, right? No. Last thing we want to talk about, Justin wanted to get into the Silver Surfers recasting as Anya Taylor Joy as a gender-bent silver surfer. I don't care about this. I'm. That's probably going to make me not want to see any reboots. I, I, before I let you go, and you could say the last thing, we'll be done. I do want to say this. We can protest all we want. I'm not going to see that movie because it contradicts this, that, Disney, MCU. <laughs> Kevin Feige, they're like, nah, you will. And here's how he knows we will. They've contradicted themselves to the nth degree and all the stuff that they've made thus far. And everybody has gone to go see the movies. When you're banking in the billions per film or about there, a little under per film in the MCU, what's not to do, right? That's Disney's reasoning. They know you just want explosions and uh, intrigue, whatever. Whatever type of genre of film they make Fantastic Four, because each, each of these films is different, but they all fit into the MCU, everybody's going to go go see it because they've already invested a ton of time in the MCU as it is. So they And when you say out. everybody's going to go see it, you're definitely saying people like me are going to go see it in their bedroom on their TV. <laughs> I'm not going I'm not going to the theater to see that, man. Let's keep let's keep that. Let's make sure we but you are correct. I will eventually watch that version. Pedro Pascal is going to be in it. See, there you go. We're figuring it out why Pedro Pascal's even cast. Just just for a person to even say, "Hey, Pedro Pascal is going to be in it. Done. Yeah. Disney Disney is uh is making money. Hey man, um we are going to end this, but I did want to uh, say one thing I thought was interesting. Um in the MCU, we have characters such as Loki who seem to have variants of himself that look nothing like him or not even the same species as humans. And, and an example of that would be uh Sylvie, the female version of Loki. Um, the alligator on that one episode, uh, old white guy with horns, young kid, Loki, and then the black Loki. And there was probably, you know, millions of other Lokis. Um, sounds like you're saying low key, low key, Loki. There you go. Is that better? Loki. No, you're good. You're good. Loki. Okay. So let's, uh, man, you getting loked out player. Uh, all right. So we have that as a, as a theme that to me feels like that's the way it should just be. Um, a lot like Miles Morales, Peter Parker, Peter Porker, Spider-Man Noir, Penny Parker, 
et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? You have all these variants of this of the same hero. But then when it comes to Kang, you have Kang looking exactly the same in Egyptian form and Roman form, no matter what form. He's a black guy, except for that, that one alien guy that stood out real prominently at the end, the cut scene. Uh, other than that, other than that, Kang <laughs> is always Jonathan Majors. So what's up with that? I don't is know. That, if you're literally a, asking me, is I that even don't a thing? know. Okay. No, it's that's my point about us uh, moviegoers going to see Fantastic Four despite any pushback because of the other movies is that no, Disney and MCU and even the DCEU, they, they don't have to try that hard once you have people on board. DCEU just hasn't figured out that they need to get people on board. But as far as Disney goes, once you have people invested and they've seen everything, I mean, like, look at Eternals. People still saw it. I don't know. Actually, I don't even know what the hmm. Rotten Tomatoes the, is on that. Oh, the Rotten Tomatoes has got to be pretty bad for Eternals, but not as bad as Fantastic Four. But go ahead. Your point. My, my point is this. People are going to not, they're not going to ask those serious questions. We leave that to Screen Rant, movie pitch meeting guy. He asks all the questions that make us laugh because, yeah, that's a contradiction here. That's a contradiction there. But how hard is it going to be to get Disney to put people in seats or get more Disney plus uh, uh, prescriptions? Did I say prescriptions? Subscriptions. Yeah, you, you did. No, no, prescriptions, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, Walgreens prescriptions uh, being filled at CVS Pharmacy. The Just answer, to, though? Uh, yeah, go ahead. The answer is super easy, barely an inconvenience, man. They are printing money. They know it. Yeah. So There you go. There you go. Shout out to uh, Pitch Meeting Guy. Um, yep. Cool, man. And you know what? One last cleanup I wanted to do real quick, man, because I, I hate making making people sound like I uh, don't care about them. Um, the NFL, when I was talking about that earlier, the player I was speaking about on the Dallas Cowboys was Ezekiel Elliott, the big, huge behemoth that he is and the trouble that he got into. Not saying he hasn't gotten into, into any recent trouble, but I don't care. I don't listen to uh, ESPN anymore. Um, it's a waste of my time. It may not be a waste of our listeners' time, but um, he had allegations, but he was right back on the field with the quickness. So, again, Jonathan Majors, man, you um, you missed your calling, player. You, you should have went to the NFL instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, let the cards fall where they may. I know that we don't make as much money as any of these guys, so I don't care. There's our episode for this Friday, November 24th, 2023, me and Justin hot taken. And we just want to say, go to our website, genxreverb.com. That's G-E-N-X-R-E-V-E-R-B.com and hit up some t-shirts. If you have any ideas for t-shirts, please tell us. How can you do that? Message us on Facebook or Instagram at G-E-N-X-R-E-V-E-R-B.com. Hopefully I spelled that correctly. I think I did. Anyway, uh, this has been fun, Justin. I, I wasn't listening, so uh, <laughs> we'll go back and correct it <laughs> if we need to. Um, you know what? You can also send us an email directly to us at genxreverb at gmail.com. That's genxreverb at gmail.com. Um, and you can just tell us, hey, this is the kind of T-shirt you guys should be selling. Uh, give us some some ideas, slogans that you want to purchase. Um, it's it's best when you tell us exactly what you want so that we can actually get on those ideas. And uh, we do we do design those T-shirts in-house and, and we're and we're brand new at this. So um, we try to we actually do pretty much. I don't know about you, Bradley, me personally and my designs. I love to stay away from what's ChatGPT. What's uh, what's their design firm called? Their design software. Uh, Dolly. I don't I, even know what I we call know. that. Dolly. Uh, I don't like the algorithms designing t-shirts too many t-shirts for me i just like taking ideas and then moving things around and making them my own idea so it's original to gen x reverb and from the mind of justin justin Gaines, uh, bradley has his own uh, idea on that kenny has his own idea and so does mark by the way another thing we're going to do before we get out of here brad is we want to give a hearty shout out to cousin chambers mark chambers and cousin booth kenny booth um, they weren't able to be with us here today, but we definitely miss them. And uh, they'll be with us definitely uh, one episode 
coming up soon. So there you go. The way you say that, they'll be with us in spirit. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> to both the Chambers and Booth. And uh, hey, that's it for today. You guys have a good time. And Sorry. Justin, if you want to take us out with our uh, speeder bike sound uh, so we can get out of here. Let's go. Peace. Peace.